I'm Taylor Marsh, and welcome to Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning through mythology, synchronicity, and the cosmos, understanding the world and what it means to be human through a wider lens. You know, it never ceases to amaze me how intelligent humans, especially males, come up with tectonic, partially correct theories about human life, but ignore the ancient wisdom of the universe, as well as the first science and philosophers over the ages. From Fluke, a new book by social scientist Brian Kloss, quote, It's time to adjust our lenses of how we see ourselves within the world. Our chaotic, intertwined existence reveals a potent, astonishing fact. We control nothing but influence everything, end quote. The subtitle of the book is Chance, Chaos, and Why Everything We Do Matters. Now, throw out everything in this book except... Everything we do matters. (laughs) Newton's so-called unbending laws of nature, to quote the author, aren't the whole story and never has been. The problem with these theories is that they pretend there is nothing humans can't solve. This is the arrogance of humanity. It explains everything, including this book. As a philosopher, I spent most of this book shaking my head at the innumerable word salads. The central theme of this podcast is our choices. Every single choice matters. As for quote-unquote chance, in the early part of the book, the author states, quote, Apparently random events are more likely to be mere curiosities that don't radically change our lives. We could ignore the flukes, end quote. When writing about the explanation of life, even in the 21st century, there's no room for the mysterious, let alone the cosmic or metaphysical. There's one mention of astrology on page 187, because after all, serious people, serious publishers, serious authors don't write about such things. When they do, astrology, astrology is diminished into a thumbnail sketch. Quote, In the first century BC, the planetary week, also seven days long, first appeared in Rome. In It had nothing to do with the rest or work, but instead referred to a belief that certain planets ruled human fates at specific times, an early form of astrology. Since I'm not an astrologer, I'll just correct one portion. Astrology isn't predictive, but what do you expect from a mind closed and bent on proof alone? As to synchronicity, it's absent from the book. Nothing is accidental or arbitrary. Unless you float through life allowing events to happen to you instead of through you and through your free will. Oh, and there's no free will, though. (laughs) This quote on page 229 made me laugh out loud. Quote, But as we began to unlock the secrets of the world with science, it became clear that the idea proposed by Descartes would violate every known law about the way the universe works, end quote. Question for you. If scientists and researchers can't prove my experience 
Did it happen? Answer from the establishment? establishment? No, it didn't happen. From Stanford EDU, quote, In metaphysics, the search for the basic principles of everything there is, Descartes provided arguments for the existence of God and to show that the essence of matter is to be spatially extended and that the essence of mind is thought, where, quote-unquote, thought includes sensory images as well as rational discourse, end quote. Humans make choices. Our energetic composition attracts what we put into the world, creating life, and these components tie together with our soul, which exists separate from our human form. The philosophy I've laid out for the last two years and lived for well over 30 relies on the mysterious spark that is our soul. Transient energy travels through our brain and the separate mind becomes the conductor of our experience. We can choose to train both. We can also choose to understand our brain as the computer of our human body, while the mind is a portal leading our imagination across the veil where we can access a spiritual world unavailable to humans who refuse to take this journey because they can't prove the experience exists. Academia, the religious world, institutional learning, publishing, and most of the thinking world still refuses to even tiptoe into the world beyond proving theories that institutions, media organizations, and accepted judges of what's important will acknowledge. The only thing, well, not the only, one of the only things I agree with in this book is we do live in a, quote, intertwined world in which every moment, no matter how small, can count, end quote. I'd say every moment, including the small things we do, absolutely do count. When you rise in the morning, what you do matters to your, on, to your entire day the second you awake. If you wake up and start thumbing through social media, there's no primal connection to your inner being, your energy of this moment, or what could bring you joy. Metaphysical intelligence matters whether some guy can prove it or not. If you wake up and eat sugar, down junk food, or start vaping or smoking, your day is diverted and could actually end up like the author explains, arbitrary, chaotic, unmoored to anything. Outcomes are by chance, and there is no free will, according to researchers. Any modern thinker who intends on providing answers for humans and how we navigate the modern world deserves an audience. Unfortunately, the majority of people speaking authoritatively on humans and how modern life works, many of them advanced degree scientists, refuse to evolve beyond chance and chaos theories while ignoring experience and the mysterious. Watching a television show recently, there was a scene where two cops in a squad car stopped to buy coffee. They were tracking a killer. The cop driving stayed in the car. The woman cop who went into the bodega seemed edgy, kept looking at her partner. A dark sedan caught her attention, but she continued to wait in line. A few seconds later, out of nowhere seemingly, she whipped around and ran out of the store. 
On the steps leading to the bodega, she yelled out to her partner in warning as the dark sedan pulled even with their patrol car. She yelled out to her partner who was sitting in the driver's seat. Shots rang out. The sedan sped off and she followed on foot yelling, Stop! She discharged her weapon, hitting the back windshield. Her partner ran up. The man in the car was dead. She stared at her partner. Emotion spread across her face. He stepped forward. You saved my life. This transfixed, fictional moment of connection said it all. They grabbed each other and hugged. She said, and I'm paraphrasing here, I was standing inside the bodega and suddenly it was like a message, a voice in my head that you are in danger. You can't join pieces of human experience, as the author put it, together without the mysterious. Ask Einstein, quote, the most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all true art and science, end quote. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I read this one, quote, I am a disillusioned, and that was in parentheses, social scientist. Disillusioned because I've long had a nagging feeling that the world doesn't work the way that we pretend it does, end quote. <laughs> oh, baby, tell me about it. When I first put into writing that God is the law of attraction, followed by the theory I have on how Jesus and Mary might have met, trust me, <laughs> It came from the deepest part of my inner being, my soul, from the, from the early years of my life, a theory that was the nagging battle between me and my mother when I was so very young. The entire theory of the church was our battleground, which I've explained in prior podcasts. The thriller series I wrote attempted to put my experience as a human into words, while philosophizing about how wrong we've been across human history. But the author and I agree, again, on a singular important thing. Every single choice a person makes matters. Every single choice. How you wake up and what you do. How you go to sleep and what you do before bedtime. The little lie you say that you don't think is harmful puts you on a path of karmic destruction. Always remember Donald Trump's actions on January 6th and where they led. The choice you make to do something you don't want to do. The resistance you have to changing your life when the timing is ripe. Let's stop here for a moment. If you think back to one award show, what if Taylor Swift had allowed Kanye West to demoralize her the moment he tried to wrestle in on her moment? This moment might seem random, but was it? It certainly was interconnected, which is, the, which is another thing on which I agree with the social scientist author. The other thing humans must embrace is not chaos, but change. Our intellectual evolution depends on every choice we make. 
Every step is important, but variables abound, just not the one social scientists and other institutional players claim. There was nothing random about the moment I saw my dead father's spirit across the room or the fact that I knew his death was near before it happened at the age of around five. I was still in grade school. My mother wasn't as religious at the time, and no one anywhere in my universe ever talked about this stuff, this metaphysical stuff, these topics of the mysterious. Nothing random about the moment my spirit slipped out of my body as I watched my physical self fall down a long curving flight of stairs, unharmed when I moved back into my body. Put me next to Descartes. Everything about my life and experiences violate Every known law about the way the universe works. Nobody, no scientist, no one wants to try to explain the physics of the events I've experienced. Most of them kept to, my, kept to myself with only my husband as witness. We're in the 21st century and there remains a deep stigma to the topics on which I've become an expert, having lived these experiences over decades. And I'm not alone. There's Gary Zukov. There's Deepak Chopra. There are so many people that they, these scientists, they don't even bother to delve into Teresa Caputo or Tyler Henry. Having rejected the, the notion that life bends toward justice because there is no justice without action and choice. Our choices make justice or they make chaos. The author asks, quote, can we ever understand a world so altered by apparent flukes, end quote. Let me ask. Can humans ever understand a world so altered by the mysterious and personal experiences of humans? Life doesn't simply work out, although that's a favorite idea of humanity with God tacked on for good measure. Our behavior must change and so must our thinking. Synchronicity isn't an accident or a coincidence. It's energetic timing synced up with human life. Yet some humans go their whole life believing everything is random. There is no cause and effect. There is only energy, vibration, and attraction. Many of you have had this experience. Seen what happens when spirit leaves a body. The effect is stunning. The body can keep living, but the physical change renders the person, or the animal, wholly different in appearance. When I say we are connected to the universe, it's a theory that means this literally. The universe above, however, is never, ever, ever included in these vaunted theories meant to distill what life as a human in a modern society is to live. Sacrilege to say God is the law of attraction energy. Abomination to apply that our emotions connect to the God energy, a.k.a. the law of attraction, and can manifest marvelous things as well as psychopathic carnage. In this way, we control our living experience. 
The mysterious happens while we're busy choosing, connecting, and emoting. Big events do have quote-unquote straightforward causes. Humans refuse to look at them or accept what's in front of them. For over 2,000 years, through religious dogma, scientific revolutions, and horrific human actions, we continue to shrug off the one element that was miraculously created to steer and inform humanity. The universe above. If your parents hadn't met and you weren't born when you were, but instead were born at another time, your life would be different than it is today. The time, date, and place would render it different. The life you'd live would play out over a different karmic path. Love this quote from the book, but not in the way the author intended. Quote, The smallest act in the most limited circumstances bears the seed of boundlessness because one deed and sometimes one word suffices to change every constellation, end quote. And it's a quote from Hannah Arendt. Think of the two cops. After this incident, they experienced a change of emotion that altered the characters in the story forever. They realized they were in love, and the thought of losing the other was an unimaginable idea to the point of pushing them to become a couple. This wasn't random. It happened through the work they did, and on and on and on back into history, each of their history and the choices they made, and the time they made the choices. Sir Isaac Newton is forever being dragged into scientific expositions about human life. Writers, speakers, and scientists always ignore the alchemical aspect of Newton's work, that he believed he was a chosen one for interpreting scripture. Was it a fluke that Sir Isaac Newton, baffled by a book on astrology, turned to science to explain what confounded him? We'll never know, but the curiosity of his mind changed the world. All this theorizing revolves around one thing, ignored by researchers. Imagination. The, curi the curiosity of what happens when you engage the mind changed my life. The unexplainable, mysterious moments of clairvoyance, seeing across the veil, and other metaphysical events drove me to explain my, my life. Not ask for proof, not ask for approval, but just to say, this is what I've experienced in decades of my life. People involved in proving every single thing about life call the mysterious I've personally witnessed and the experiences I've lived as untrustworthy because someone wasn't there to prove or witness what I've lived. It's immaterial to ruminate about what if someone didn't stay in a hotel. They did in this life, period, End of discussion, unless you want to ruminate on the worthless theories that run humans into walls because there are things in life humans experience that are beyond science's reckoning. Stay in the moment, not in the past, though the past can help reveal your life. 
And don't get caught up in scientific experiments on paper or in your life that try to tell you we're living a random existence and control nothing. There is no one answer to understanding life, which is the one thing proven by every scientist who fails to include experience and the mysterious. The author's philosophy is based on limited evidence and a closed mind. He simply doesn't discuss what isn't accepted by the establishment. Carl Jung is laughing somewhere. Power is in your mind, tapping your emotions and putting your vision of life into the universe. One moment at a time builds the life you envision. Expect interruptions, interactions, and for the mysterious to blow your mind. Experience convinced me the difference between rambling theories and the life I've led is imagination. Ignore theories taking you in circles to prove your experience is invalid unless someone is there to mark it on a graph. Tap your mind, which is separate from your brain and even different from your body. Expand your imagination. (laughs) Oh boy, thanks for listening. Until next time.